Welcome to Playful Pursuit, the podcast where we explore the world of fun activities, games, and events. Whether you're a family or a couple, young or old, this podcast is for you. We're here to help you inject some excitement into your life and discover new ways to have fun. I'm Joe, and in today's episode, we'll talk about having a trivia night in your own home. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to play. Trivia night is a lot of fun in our house. We make a big event out of it. I'm going to go through the process of how I set it up. And when I get all done, I'll try to slim it down so you could do it with very little effort. The first thing we do is I get a bunch of questions from different avenues. I get some from game shows watching on TV. I write them down. I try to change them up because other people watch TV game shows like I do. Trivia Pursuit Cards. Trivia Pub Game Out. I got a bunch of questions for those. Internet is full of trivia questions. And I just come up with random stuff myself and I write them in a notebook. Almost every other day I come up with something I write in there. The one thing I do is I go in the internet and I try to find at least two places that confirms the answer. There are times where I've got two different answers conflicting and I just get rid of that question completely. So I got all the questions and I usually set this up for 15 questions per round. And I set it up for about five rounds for the night. I do come up with one real super hard one for the last question, for the 16th question, that doesn't count. It's a tiebreaker. Instead of asking capital of Nebraska or something like that, I'll ask for dimensions or the height or the weight or something like that. What is the height of the Eiffel Tower? How many bones in a bat? How long was the Titanic? How many minutes long is the movie Elf? Stuff like that that... There's no possible way they're going to know the answer. Hopefully they won't. But whoever's the closest, that's how they break the tie. So what I do, okay, so we set it up. And the first question I come out with is usually something extremely easy. As easy as I can make it. I want everybody to get the first one, no matter what. Remember, we're playing teams. I don't like to do the individual because something happens and somebody gets... 15 points and some individual get zero. Somebody's not having a good night at the end of the night. And the whole thing is to entertain people and have them feel good about themselves when it's done. For example, I got one here that says, which Disney movie is Elsa in? Almost everybody knows that. And if you don't think that's easy enough, make it even easier than that. The first question should be a freebie. Now, the other questions, I try to make a variety of things. I'll add in there... A math question. I'll put a movie still in there and ask what movie it is. A geography question. I'll even put a theme song in there, whether it's from a movie or a TV. Multiple choice question. I'll put one of those in. I'll put a picture of a random site or location or something and have them look at it for a few seconds and then take the picture away and ask them a question about the picture. How many people are doing this? How many are wearing this? Or what color is this kind of thing? Then I have one four-part question. So each answer is worth a point apiece. For example, what are the four names of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? The last four actors to portray James Bond. Four states bordering the state you're living in. The four suits of playing cards. 
Name four NFL teams named after birds. Those are examples of what I use. I use one of those type of questions in each round. How do we get these questions out? I used to actually read them over a microphone. Now what I do is I'll use PowerPoint, MS PowerPoint, and I'll make it a slideshow. So much more professional. They don't have to listen to me. And anybody, we got a big screen TV and anybody can see the TV, they can read the question themselves. The only obvious thing we can't do is the spelling questions now because the, the word is up there. Okay, we split up teams. There's many ways you could do that. I like to do it random. And I used to do it random by round, change it up. And I just said, no, nope. beginning of the night, we just pull chips out of a bag and that's the team they're in for the whole night. Now, whether your team's two or three or four or whatever you want to do, I, I do recommend not having people play individual. Now, what I will do, if it doesn't equal out for the same number of people on a team, I will put the odd person on the first team, team A, and then that I call them a floater, and then they will go to the team who has the lowest score for the next round. Hopefully help that team out. Now, how we keep scores is real formal. I will have a score pad, and each team writes their team name on it. Each question is worth one point. Don't forget we have the four-part question, and each answer, individual answer to those is one point. Now, the last two questions, the second from the last, I assign two point, and the very last one, five. And I don't even necessarily make them super hard questions. I just like at the very end for the people thinking they see the two and the five-pointer, that they got a chance to catch up if they did bad during the other rounds. And it, sometimes it works for people. The tiebreaker, I have them write it down on the score pad. I'll share the answer with them when we go through all the answers, but it doesn't count for anything unless there is actually a tie. Now, the end of the night, each round is scored differently, like I said. And you can give out prizes for each round if you'd like, or you could just congratulate them. End of the night, see how many they all did. And you can do what you want, whether you give out trophies or whatever you'd like we have a we have a big we make a big deal out of it and it's a lot of fun i'm going to read some of the questions i have in one of our rounds and then i'll go through and explain how you could do this easier in home one of the questions what city is home to the world famous madison square garden name the four indiana jones movies and then i have a picture they got to tell me the color of the third guy or the farthest guy on the left, what color jacket he's got on. I have a math question. What is 25% of 30? What is the top letter of a standard eye chart? That's just some of the questions I, I have in one of our rounds. There's a lot of stuff in here, and you could get real creative. You can make them as hard as you want. What I've been finding out, if you get real challenging, like you see on Jeopardy or if you've seen some of the pub trivias, for a family, I don't want to insult anybody here, but not all families are as smart as the people in Jeopardy. So don't make them super challenging questions. Have one or two in each round, but have the rest just general knowledge type things or some pop culture stuff that everybody should know. And that way the scores will be a lot closer and everybody will feel good about themselves even when they lose. Elsa's in the movie Frozen. Madison Square Gardens in New York City. The Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Top letter of a standard eye chart is E. 25% of 30, 75. Now, how can you do this at home without using a computer and a big screen TV and all that? 
It's really simple. You could just sit around the living room, and beforehand you could buy a Trivia Pursuit deck, or you can make questions up and write them in a little cheap notebook, or write them on index cards. Go through all the questions, try to verify the answers the best you can on the internet. Give this a shot. This is a ball at night, especially with bad weather or the cold weather or it's too hot out. You get the whole group together and play this. Give me some feedback. We're at PlayfulPursuit at Yahoo.com. And we also have a Facebook group page. So let me know how it worked out for you. I'm really, really curious. And we'll see you next week because i got more stuff coming up. If you have any feedback on this, I'd appreciate the hearing from you. So thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. Bye.